0: You are listening to the Shredcast. No
1: tending baby. No. It's the health code for
0: snowboarders. Let's send it. Welcome, everybody, back to the Shredcast. Uh, today, I have Dr. Jake Thean. He is a physical therapist and a strength coach for mountain athletes. Uh, his tagline is "Movement is medicine," and he really just focuses on helping mountain athletes uh, feel better, perform better. And live a fulfilling life. So welcome to the Shredcast, Jake. And would you want to just share a little bit about your background, how you became interested in working with fountain athletes?
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Thank you for that intro. Uh, (laughs) um, So yeah, my background. So uh, I got first got into like strength and conditioning as a high school athlete. I was a football player and wrestler uh, growing up my whole life and then went to school kind of bounced around wasn't really sure um, you know where I wanted to go with my degree really and ended up falling in love with uh, strength and conditioning so I got my bachelor's of science in strength and conditioning while I was playing college football Um, during that time I had two knee surgeries so I kind of got a taste of going through the entire rehab process
0: Yeah,
1: um, uh, you know one not so great rehab process and then one really good rehab process so I kind of saw both sides of it from that end um, and yeah that really inspired me to to go on and kind of take that into physical therapy so um, eventually got into school uh, got my doctorate in physical therapy graduated in 22 um, during that time I went to school in Colorado which is where I really like found that love for for mountain sports so
0: mm-hmm.
1: I snowboarded, snowboard and then covid uh kind of took a toll on the first season out there so
0: jumped
1: on a bike and uh ever since then i've just been in love with those two things mm-hmm. and really like bridge my passions from strength and conditioning and the rehab side of things with what i absolutely love to do with uh somewhere in mountain biking and help others uh get get more of their their time here on this earth, earth with it so
0: yeah so you're fairly I'm new to long-winded. snowboarding then
1: Somewhat, uh four years. So four
0: years. Okay, yeah. So about the same. I think I'm on my fifth season. So
1: yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I kind of dove right into it out in Colorado and yep. went as much as I possibly could. So yeah. It pretty-
0: yeah, it's significantly easier when you're super close to mountains. Like you can easily ride over a hundred days a season and ends up like you're riding double triple amount. Of time as someone who's been riding like you know 30 days a season so
1: yeah absolutely being able to like link those back-to-back days and like you said just getting more volume time on the mountain was uh really really helpful in that sense of picking up quickly
0: yeah definitely would you want to kind of explore the concept of like movement as medicine and like what that means to you and how you kind of bring that into your clients and your athletes
1: yeah yeah absolutely so I mean, our bodies are, are made to move, right? Our, we get our nourishment for our joints, muscles, all those things by, by moving our bodies. And as mountain athletes, right, what we love to do, um, you know, obviously is very movement-based. And, you know, through that, ultimately, we're able to experience more and feel more deeply connected both with ourselves uh, with the people around us, with the earth. Um, and so I think in multiple senses, both like physical and emotional and spiritual, movement is medicine for us.
0: Yeah, that... definitely. No, I, I agree completely. And I think in today's day and age, it's sometimes overlooked. I think it's I think it's getting better and a lot more people are talking about it more. But I think for so long, It was something people like either didn't want to do or it's not necessarily something that's highlighted in the conventional like health system. It's more so like drugs and pharmaceuticals and less reliant on what your body is actually made to do. So,
1: yeah, yeah, absolutely. And like when we look at it from the the rehab perspective, like obviously we can utilize movement um as an intervention to literally help heal the body rather than you know drugs and pharmaceuticals Um, and even just like from a preventative side of things you look at the people who move more throughout their lifetime and their health is much better less rates Mm -hmm. of mortality so
0: yeah we both kind of like to talk on the same topic of being able to snowboard mountain bike whatever it may be like until you're old you're 70 plus years old and really a key to that is having that movement because it does degenerate a little bit as you get older if you're not actively taking care of it so
1: yeah yeah definitely that's something i talk about with uh older patients and and even you know uh, older clients who um you know as they're progressing through as they age right it's important that we continue to move if you don't use it you lose it and then you try to hop back on the bike, go for a big hike or on, on your skis or whatever it is for you. And uh suddenly you're finding that you're you're aching a little more, injuries are popping up, those types of things. So it's mm-hmm. important to uh move throughout the lifetime to maintain your longevity, get more out of your time out here on this earth.
0: Yeah, definitely. Would you want to dive a little bit into your approach for mountain athletes and like how you improve their physical mental fitness to enhance performance and longevity like what is it that you do
1: yeah for sure for sure so um it i, I kind of work with people on two different ends so uh from more of the um rehab for the people who are dealing with pain and injury or um performance so the people who want to kind of take their ranks to the next level and or just improve their longevity in the sport currently i offer one-to-one coaching um from both ends of it. So some people I take a little bit of a combined approach of both rehab and the performance um side of things or one or the other, depending on what they need. But overall one-to-one coaching. Um, and it, it starts with an assessment, right? I need to know, you know, where's point A so we know how they get to point B, right? So we kind of talk about what their goals are, you know, why they want to achieve that. And then do an assessment to find out, okay, what do we need to do to, to get to that point? Um, and then from there I, I build out a program. So, um, a lot of, it really depends on what that person needs, but I think I talk about these all the time, but establishing the foundation is the big one for mountain athletes. So like, Hey, how can we make sure you're moving well? Right. So we look at your movement quality and a lot of the various functional movement patterns. Um, we build a baseline of of strength, right? Cause that's ultimately one of the biggest things we can do to reduce injury risk. And it's the foundation to performance. Um, And then lastly, aerobic fitness, again, another thing um, that has been shown to help reduce injury risk, right? When we're gassed, we make mistakes when we make mistakes, more likely to get injured. So I would say those are like some of the big low hanging fruit when it comes to mountain athletes, especially because like many of us haven't been exposed to uh, resistance training or like formal conditioning. So those are some of the big ones that I help them do. Um, And then, you know, from there, um, you know, building a, a program that helps them maintain that, whether they're in season, off season, all kind of determines like how we get to, you know, ultimately maximizing their performance.
0: Yeah, definitely. And I think a key aspect to that That we both focus on is not random training because random training creates random results and i think there's a lot of information out there like you can look up anywhere on google youtube whatever like oh snowboard training like post season training what should i do to get ready for next season and a lot of it is kind of the same and not saying that those things are bad but a lot of them don't focus on power or aerobic training or anything specific to your actual performance goals. It's all very generic, which um, like I said, isn't bad. Obviously being physically fit is a good thing, but uh, if you have specific performance goals or you're dealing with an injury, something like that, it's always good to look into specific training and the things that can be um, like brought in with someone that can train or create a program for your specific goals
1: yeah yeah much agreed i always tell people like yeah something is better than nothing but to some degree if there's something you're trying to improve upon like you need some specificity to um to that goal and you see a lot of times where people just follow some sort of bodybuilding training program like oh i'm doing back and bys or chest and tries and it's like well you're an athlete like (laughs) what do you care about your chest and your triceps for like maybe we need to like push, pull, hinge, squat, lunge, right? More of like the functional aspect of that. Yeah. Um, and like you said, you know, following a a plan, right? As opposed to like I'm gonna do this one day, this the other day, and never really kind of stacking those bricks um towards getting to that goal. Yeah. Um, just definitely like, yeah, going for it. So um yeah, something that a lot of people could improve upon.
0: Uh huh, a hundred percent. So kind of along the same topic of like the journey of a mountain athlete basically like what would you say or like the challenges that they focus or that they face along the way and how can a specific program or the things that you do with your mountain athletes like help that
1: yeah um so as far as like the problems that people start to see um obviously injury pain right um those are two of the big ones that I would say I help people with Um, burnout right so like towards the end of the season right those things start to add up and you're really feeling burnt at the end of the season lacking mobility um, in various places in the body um, can definitely contribute to that and then overall just poor recovery techniques Um, so I would say those are some of the the things that really pop up with the athletes that I work with Um, and as far as you know how I go about helping them with that like I said, I take them through an assessment um, just to see, like, where they're at, you know, depending on how many days are they actually out on the mountain, depending on what that sport that they're spending time on the mountain actually is, is going to help me determine, like, what are the demands of their sport and what do they need as an individual, um, and then establishing that plan from there. So that, like I said, it consists of, you know, resistance training in a structured format that meets them where they're at right i don't just slap a program on someone if they only have two to three days a week to train like then we need to take that into consideration um but also conditioning is huge and then i i something i feel like that's missed a lot is recovery so like you know do they have some some downtime are they taking days off in between to actually rest and recover are they working on their Their mobility? um, Are they sleeping? Are they eating well? Are they hydrated? Right. So we kind of take a look at all those things ultimately to build out that plan for them.
0: Yeah. And I think that goes hand in hand with both physical well being, but also a lot of mental well being. Because obviously, a lot of mountain sports are very extreme. They take a huge toll on the body. And I think people tend to neglect that mental aspect. And I really do think that that's a big part of recovery as well.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I, I tell people, you know, you can, uh, you're you're willing to spend thousands on, on new gear and have all the best new gear. But if you're not taking care of your body, that's the one thing, the one piece of equipment that's going to allow you to, like, always be out there and always mm-hmm. improve performance. So take care of your body because it's the only one you're going to get.
0: Yeah. And I, I always like to, because this is my personal experience, I was riding hundreds of days a season I was like always out there but I was never really improving because I wasn't taking care of my body I wasn't training specifically for the progression that I wanted to see and so therefore I wasn't seeing it I could buy the newest board I could buy the newest whatever but it wasn't gonna come just from that
1: right yeah yeah exactly gotta take care of the shred vessel
0: (laughs) I know I love that you use that the shred vessel (laughs) it's hilarious
1: I can't take a The, um, I didn't coin that term so I, I will give credit <laughs> where Liz Miles she's Mountain Edge Performance so yes that term from her but uh, I do also like to use the term meat vehicle another one of my favorites so
0: yeah that's awesome no Liz is great I love love looking at all of her stuff Um, so kind of on the same topic but what would you say is like something people can do to balance the importance of like pushing boundaries but also staying safe in an extreme sport like snowboarding
1: wear a helmet (laughs) number (laughs) one Um, (laughs) um and like we just said take care of your body um so even if that means like hey you just you start doing some strength training maybe you start with some body weight training at home um start simple right mm-hmm. um make sure that you are staying consistent with that right to so allow those gains to truly stack up over time um because like i said strength is one of the things that is protective against injury um and that's been shown in the research along with um doing some sort of, sort of aerobic cardio um so those are two of the big ones um beyond that you know make sure you're taking rest days recover Sleep. Mm-hmm. Eat well. Eat some vegetables. Eat some protein.
0: <laughs>
1: For mountain athletes, the big thing is like carbs. So like eat throughout the day. Um, I have another friend. Own it. Nutrition is her tag on Instagram. Um, yeah, Michaela. She, yeah, Michaela. Uh, she's great. So obviously, got fuel throughout the day. That's a big one. She's the expert in that department. But eat your carbs. Definitely. Um, and yeah, make sure you're sleeping, hydrating. Like we talked about, right? Take care of yourself and wear a helmet.
0: Yeah, definitely wear a helmet. Yeah, I would say like in terms of pushing boundaries, you physical fitness is a huge aspect of that, but also just fully understanding what you're trying to do. Like if you're trying to learn a new trick or you're trying to climb up a massive mountain or it's your first time doing downhill mountain biking, like get a good grasp on what it is you're trying to do and the physical needs of that. And make sure that you have them before you're attempting something dangerous.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's well said. I was, you know, hey, like, let's look at what's the goal, right? And let the focus be the focus and then break that thing down. Like, okay, I need, you know, to to achieve that goal, I need coordination, I need strength, I need power, I need mobility to make sure that I'm like moving well through those ranges, right? obviously a coach can help you with that I'm biased in that department I'll be honest there but (laughs) even just like hey like start simple right and like gather some of the ingredients for those things and start working on that Um, obviously yourself um, there's a lot of great people posting stuff on Instagram right don't just slap together a bunch of random things every time you work out but like Take a couple of those pieces that, like, have connected and worked well for you and, like, stick with that and make it harder over time to, like, get to the point where, like you said, you're, you know, able to push push your performance a little more.
0: Yeah, definitely. So, kind of on that same track, obviously, you have clients. Obviously, those clients have seen results. So, would you kind of want to highlight a success story or, like, an inspiring example of someone that you've worked with and they've taken... The steps to get better and like what have they seen from that
1: mm, yeah yeah good um good question there so I'll share the most recent one because the first one that comes to mind um I'm an athlete he's uh he has a torn meniscus um and when he first you know came to me he was struggling to walk <laughs> he was he was on crutches um you know, he, he did some rehab, but wasn't quite getting back to where he wants to be. Um, unfortunately, not all rehab is is treated the same. Um, and it sounds like it consisted of a lot of, like, table exercises and, you know, the, the, the super basics. But he came to me. Um, we did an assessment, um, found kind of, like, what different things he was really struggling with. Um, and... You know, ultimately built up plan. So some of those big things for him were like posterior chain or like hamstring, glute strength, um, movement control, um, and and slowly have built him up over time. We've been together for um, just about two months now. Um, he actually just sent me a message the other day that he went on vacation to uh, Puerto Rico and was expecting to be like, you know, struggling with a lot of pain through the hikes they were doing and. Um, going to these various like water holes and waterfalls and things like that, you know, cliff jumping, He was expecting that he was going to be struggling with that. He's mm-hmm. like, my didn't hurt at all. It was incredible. Got to experience all that he wanted to do while he was there and uh, just got back into jujitsu um, with, without pain. So that's been pretty awesome to see. And I mean, that's, that's what I um, hope to do with, with my business and my services help people ultimately have more confidence in their body and experience more mm-hmm. stoke, more joy in their life.
0: Yeah, I agree. And I think, I think it's important that there's people like us and Liz and Michaela and so many others out there that we emphasize mountain sports, which are so different from other sports. And I don't think people realize the differences. And so many people will get injuries. They'll go to a typical PT and that PT is great, except that they don't, fully understand what our sport is and what it entails and it's so often that they say well you can't snowboard anymore you can't mountain bike anymore like choose a different hobby and it's very rare that that's actually the case and so it is crucial that people outreach to you or someone other that understands rehab and physical therapy specifically for those mountain sports and they can take a better look at what it is that your body actually needs for what you're trying to do
1: yeah yeah and like you said have an understanding of the demands of that sport and like the various levels like how can we progress someone back into that sport rather than like all right you're six months post acl get back to it right like yeah yeah, there's a lot more to it so
0: yeah um, definitely
1: very well said
0: well I guess I kind of just want to summarize um, like key points that we discussed and some actions that people can be taking. So, like, any recommended exercises or things to look into, techniques that listeners can look into. Obviously, if they have a legit injury, um, reach out to someone, reach out to you, reach out to other PTs that understand it. But just on a broader sense of someone they're it's off season they want to get back into it they want to hit the ground running but they don't really know where to start what would you kind of summarize everything we've talked about and give them some tips moving forward
1: yeah I mean it's it's always hard as someone who like individualizes things for people but like things that help the masses um for sure in in the context of of mountain athletes are going to be like hey like mobility right do you have the mobility to perform the things that you need to do right so work on your hip mobility ankle mobility um those are two of the big ones uh don't neglect rotation in that sense too you should be able to rotate your spine um so those are some of the big ones um as far as like strengthening you know i i prefer single leg exercises for a lot of my athletes um because it helps to work on not only um stability of the hip and the knee Um, but also, you know, coordination, um, you get a lot of bang for your buck without having to load up a ton of weight. So single leg strengthening, um, do some eccentric training, right? Where eccentric basically means you're going very slow on the way down and then exploding up out of the bottom. It's going to help you with your, um, your jumps, your lands, basically help you just be a little bit more resilient with a lot of those things. Um, work on some power, jump, throw things. Um, and don't neglect your aerobic system do some cardio do some long slow cardio in the off season right whether that's hiking trail running whatever you like to do and uh some intervals yeah definitely oh and hard and fast so
0: yeah i i agree completely those are great tips and i think something that is neglected often um i just kind of want to clarify when you say mobility mobility has been taken in so many different ways by so many different people. So what exactly do you qualify as mobility for mountain sports? Mm,
1: yeah. Good, good question. Having the adequate range of motion in your joints, along with the control to control yourself through that range of motion. Great um,
0: definition. <laughs> yeah,
1: absolutely. I'll leave it at that.
0: Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. We don't want to give out all the secrets. No, I'm just kidding. Um yeah. <laughs> So I kind of want to end this on something I call ride or die questions. These are just specific to you, just kind of some fun stuff to throw up. Um, so do you prefer freestyle or alpine? Mm, alpine. Alpine? Okay. Um, regular or goofy? Goofy. Yes, you're the first goofy. <laughs> what? <No. laughs> uh, what's the fav- your most favorite place you've ever ridden or mountain biked?
1: Oh man, uh, snowboarding Crested Butte, absolutely. Oh, I agree. I agree. Incredible mountain. Um, mountain biking, man. I've been super lucky to mountain bike a lot of pretty cool places. Um, but I would say Fruta Eighteen Road. Um, okay. It's in the West Desert of Colorado, like ninety minutes from Moab. Favorite place to mountain bike for sure.
0: Okay, that's sick. I definitely have to check that out. Never been. Uh, worst crash you've ever had
1: oh man snowboarding or mountain biking either <laughs> um I'm gonna have to go with snowboarding um I totally overshot a jump like really overshot it and uh got way too much air landed like beyond the the landing point and like right on my tailbone oh and that was Stuff. yeah I was out for a while after that one. yeah <laughs> but he had to help me up somehow uh, I rode- walk so yeah, that was probably the gnarliest one. Just
0: did you break your coccyx or your
1: no, no, I actually was like pretty really freaked out that I broke my pelvis. This was like during oh. um, but I was lucky i I walked away from that one with a lot of SI joint, joined low back pain for a couple of weeks and we got back to it.
0: Oh, that sucks. I'm glad you're okay. We've all had those crashes. I've definitely overshot a jump a few times. Yeah. And uh, like, do you uh, yeah, do you so. prefer to ride with a crew or solo?
1: Uh, no friends on a pow day, but more times than not, I like riding with a good crew.
0: Yeah, I agree. I agree. I, I cannot get myself to ride solo, like even on a pow day. <laughs> I, I totally... Totally like riding with a crew better. Yeah, what would you always, say is your favorite thing about snowboarding?
1: Man, the I would say even just like mountain school in general is like how it demands your absolute presence and the flow state that comes with that. It kind of takes you away from like the busyness of life, gets you off the screen and like ultimately just like out there enjoying time with like yourself, your friends, you know, connected with the earth. And that's what I absolutely love about it that flow the flow state that um kind of creates for you
0: i agree so much and i I always like to say that snowboarding yes is a sport yes we are athletes but it's also somewhat of an art form and it's like a freedom of expression and that i think that's why i love it and i think so many people whether they realize it or not they kind of agree with that to some extent it's some way for them to just get out there and do what they love and express themselves in the beautiful outdoors
1: Absolutely. Very well said. Yeah. An expression of self.
0: Definitely. All right. Last one. What is the best snowboarding or health advice you've ever received?
1: That's a very good question. Snowboarding or health?
0: Yeah. Snowboarding or health.
1: Take care of your body. It's the only one you're going to (laughs) get.
0: Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming on the Shredcast. Um, One last thing, just let all my listeners know like where they can find you, if they want to work with you, if they have any questions, like what platforms are you on?
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So the main platform I'm on is going to be Instagram. So you can find me. It's at Dr. Jake underscore theme, which is T-H-E-I-N. That's where I post most of my content. Um, you can also hop on my newsletter there. I'll send you a free work, week of workouts from there. Um, you know, and then uh, my website is movementismedicine.com. So that's going to be MVMTismedicine.com if you're interested in the services I offer, but feel free to reach out to me, you know, on Instagram and and let me know if there's any specific questions you have or something you're struggling with i'm always talking to my my people and, and want to help as much as i can right and whether that means you know you're a client of mine or you just simply shoot me a message and have some simple questions I'm, I'm more than happy to answer so
0: yeah you've actually been helping me a little bit so definitely hit them up all of this stuff will be linked up below so everyone can do that and um if you mountain bike definitely go check out uh, jake i do not know how to mountain bike i am pretty awful at it so definitely go hit him up <laughs> all uh, right
1: i don't know how to mountain bike but uh, <laughs> <laughs> i certainly help you
0: <laughs> awesome well thank you so much for coming on i really appreciate talking with you this has been a great episode full of lots of value so thank you again
1: yeah, dude, Thanks for having me.
0: of course